on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, for lifelong Saints fans, talking everything Southampton. Welcome to the Saints Prime Podcast. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Saints Prime Podcast. So it's a new year, happy new year. Hope you enjoyed your celebrations, wherever they may be. And we're going to celebrate by giving you a brand new podcast. So, should we do introductions as it's a new new year, shall we? Jamie? Hey guys, how spooky is this? We recorded this podcast last year. Well, is it... Oh, is it going to be a new year, new you, though? That's the question, Jamie. Oh. Absolutely not, Harry. I'm what resolutions well, yeah. do you reckon? Why would you want to change? What would you change about Jamie, Harry? Why would you, yeah. why would you want to do that? I've actually made a list. You made a list? <laughs> That's why nice. Jamie should change. Right, okay. What's first on the list? Can I just know? You know, is that right? Um, Here it's, a very long, it's a very long list. Uh, so don't want to borrow us with you know, well, what is yeah. What is on the list, Harry? What is there to cover today? Well, for the podcast, it's just all about West Ham, you know, what went down mm. against the Not Hammers. Much. And also, just have a look around the year, what happened in this year, both for Saints and maybe for us, you know, if you, what you know, what were your best moments and what are you looking forward to next year? What's going to be good Ooh. about 2021? Ooh. He's prepared. This is exactly. unusual for us. <laughs> I always have notes. I always have notes. Always you just, have notes. You don't, it's just we're just so we seamless. Them we're so oh, yeah. seamless that I don't have to mention the notes, but now I've mentioned the notes. You've already seen mm. the behind the scenes. Yeah. The first exactly. episode of 2021. Heard the behind the scenes, not seen the behind Also the recruiting for a new yeah, member. Sure. The Saints Prime podcast, because yeah. we're it's his last podcast today. So. We want to say thank you very much for the year of service, Mikey. And I didn't know this, but it's come from higher up, and I've just been informed now. So, so the you Jamie's know. higher up, yeah. Well, I guess so. Yeah. Right into the podcast, Harry. What was your thoughts on the West Ham game? Well, it's, we've collected one more point than we did last year against West Ham, which is always a positive. You know, I was concerned going into the game thinking if we lose another game or just go into a game and don't score, which we didn't do. Um, at least we kept a clean sheet. That's my main thing. If you keep a clean sheet, quite obviously, you're not going to lose unless you get five people sent off and then it, the game gets forfeited. But that's not very. That's not a regular occurrence in the Premier League. So I, I was happy overall. You know, it's... I'm still a bit wise how I talked about last um, last episode about us not scoring. That is always a concern, especially now we've got uh, Liverpool, then Shrewsbury, but then we've got Leicester as well. So that's always, you know, that's in the back of my mind that we've got uh, tough defensive sides coming up. But overall, when we're looking at this game specifically, we got a point against a team that we don't normally do well against and seemingly no one got injured, which is a big thank. I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy about that. Question yeah, I've got... got, got <laughs> question i've got um i saw it online a lot of people already saying that we need new strikers and um, i think that's a little bit uh what's the word reactionary right yeah i would Um, i agree with it you agree with it well the thing is we play a two striker system so you'd think we need more backup in the striker position but i mean i saw us be targeted with graziano pella which i think (laughs) although you get some people going oh we'll take this in a heartbeat why why would Mikey get a good Mikey had a girt me yesterday. Basically, I said, I think it'd be good to have him as a backup, even though maybe it doesn't fit the system. It's easy to have some quality on the bench rather than having two teenagers Shane and Long. Uh, Shane Long. Mm. But Mikey said... It's pointless. pointless. Why is it pointless, Mikey? I agree with you, Mike, So, but I want to hear your, your side it, of it's, it will be a big contract, what he was on, like 300 grand a week. 
in um in China. So he probably yeah. he probably will take a pay cut wherever he goes, but it, he still want a lot of money anyway. Yeah. Um, and I think it it will ruin. Not ruin his legacy at Southampton, but if he doesn't get good performances in, then all of a sudden you just lose mm. that. Like Graziano Pella was a fantastic striker for us, and I don't want that to go downhill when he mm. comes back. Yeah, I don't want that. Don't want it to be uh, tainted. No. Do you know what no. I find funny? The fact yeah. that he had a pretty poor dry period between. Do you remember that November to January run mm. under Kuman where he didn't get? He got like one goal in. 10, 11 appearances or something like that. Fans were absolutely stating in him saying he was trying too hard and he wasn't, wasn't it playing it simple and was trying, you know, trying too hard to score and stuff like that. And I was thinking he got bad enough rap as it is at that period. And that was when he was three, four years younger than he is now. And now people want him back, air quotes, in a heartbeat. And I find it, I find it strange how people will hold on to sentimentality so much in order just to see a player back who was good when he was with us. Mm. But it's because yeah. people people forget eighty eight minutes of a game if he scores in not the majority because yeah. he didn't score in the majority. He always got over ten goals a season, but people forget all the the little frustrations. They were I liked him as a player, but he did cause me a lot of frustration. The amount of flicks that I thought was unnecessary that mm. that. There's a frustration, but I think he'll go to a big team. You know, Inter are interested, Napoli are interested, but that's sort of the sort of the, the Italian striker. They, you don't get a lot of rapid forwards. You get those sort of target men knock it down for another player. But you know, as we as we've released this, the January transfer window is now open. Oh, hey. you know, we got Car- we got Carl Walker Peters last time on that loan to then buy sort of basis. It wasn't an agreement, but it just sort of happened how it was. Um, I think Ralph said that that's the sort of things that we're going to go after this time. And we're talking about strikers. For me, I think we probably do need one. But the issue is, I don't know who's who's going to come in and be a backup. That's the, mm-hmm. We're sort of like a B-Tech Tottenham. No one wants to be the Harry Kane backup. <laughs> and we don't have the wages to sort of go, yeah, you'll sit on the bench, but is is a nice wad of cash. So what sort of striker should we be going for? Would it be that experience level? Sort of like Theo Walcott, someone that sort of doesn't mind sitting on the bench, although he's got a lot of starts recently because of his semi-good performances. Or would you want <laughs> some youngster that's eager to impress, sort of like an Alindalu Taylor, but has more, you know, ready-made quality about them? Point is, I mean, you've got to say the, the model has to be a young lad that can kind of fight. His, his, uh, his aim has got to be to try and take Che's position, isn't he? Because mm. Danny Ings is probably... Not nailed, but the probably one of the, the most nailed players in the in the team. If you're not talking about either Warprouse or I don't know someone else, but mm. it's probably between those two. Um, so you got to say there's got to be we've got to have a striker pushing on Che's place because the last thing we want is Che. All of last season was pushing to try and get that goal and try and get that position. He was having to try and push his position off Shane Long, whereas it really looks like now Shane Long's not doing that push back to Che Adams. Like we haven't really seen that, so. It might be that we need to bring someone in, but our policy has always been if someone leaves, then someone has to be brought in, doesn't it? Or vice mm. versa. So, you know, it's kind of like we need... I mean, it seems like... Was it Obafemi? Apparently has mm. been transfer listed according to The Athletic. Yeah, and Jan Valery. Thank you very much, Jamie. So, uh, mm. yeah, it's a bit... It's We have a, a one-in, one-out policy. It's like a mm. busy nightclub, but yeah. Um, yeah, 
I don't know. So we, I was say, okay. it's not a, it's not a full, it's not a striker, but a winger. Would you do Damari Gray fell on that fall a lot of our favourite at Leicester at the moment? Would you like to see him come in at Southampton? In all, um, fairness, in all fairness, I think Leicester would be more than happy to get whatever they can off the books. I'm not too sure his contract might run out at the end of the season. I might be completely wrong in that. You can have a quick checkup. But, you know, the winger position is somewhere that we're not, we're certainly not lacking in depth because we've got about 13,000 of them. But it always mm. seems like we're missing something. You know, we'll go on to Gineppo's performance against West Ham and sort of try and analyse them a bit later. But it, seem, it does seem like we're missing something. And when Stuart Armstrong's not necessarily on the top of his form and Redmond's injured, we are missing something there. So for a cut price, for a person that was linked to people like Tottenham two years ago, and someone that we probably tried to go after when he was at Birmingham, I wouldn't mind it if, um, yeah, so this season, I wouldn't mind it if we could get him on a, a cut price because he's going to be once to prove, prove himself because otherwise he'll go to a championship side or someone like a Sheffield United that might not stay up. So if you're asking me, he's still relatively young as well. People forget he's been on the scene a long time. He's, he's still, yeah, mm. it's, it's not as, as young as maybe I thought, but still a good age. I, I'd, I'd throw, I'd give him a go. Thing is, that's the Demar- market value at ten million as well. That Demar Gray transfer will make sense because we can we could loan him in till the end of the mm. season, see what he gets, just take yeah. all his money on board, release the percentage, and I'm sure Leicester will let him go because he's not really getting anywhere near at Leicester eleven at the moment. Mm. Striker wise, I'm not too fussed. In all fairness, and this is not because I want Shane Long to play. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy with it because we've got Adams, we've got Ings, Walcott can do a role there as well. Yeah, then it's true. Long, and then you've got uh, like, the last thing that I want to do is block that passage. We've seen yeah. Underloo play, we've seen Obafemi play. They look promising, but not there yet. And the mm. last thing that I want to do is bring in a 30, 35 year old striker and block another passage way into the lost starting mm. lineup. Because that's what we did when we were trying to push for a European side. We blocked any route through like Harrison Reed or Jake Hesketh or something like that. We blocked it off because we just signed so many players. And I don't want us to do that again. Mm. Just because like we're ninth in the league with like a win away from top four. I'm quite happy with how the squad is. Maybe if we bring in something at left back like a Brandon Williams or that Bertrand, if we don't get that contract signed, we've, we've got something there as a like precaution it's not just Jake Vokens but overall I'm quite happy with the squad and if we if it ends up that we don't sign anyone in January I won't be too disappointed mm. yeah I think well, I think you're, you're right yeah. uh, so we're looking at that West Ham game what were your overall thoughts because I, I we need a new really, striker I found, uh. <laughs> I, found, I found it really I found it really odd at times because they were saying how well West Ham were doing to get a point out of the game whereas I thought a, commentator. Lot, a, a lot of the time West Ham were on top of us I'm not saying they dominated the whole thing because we did have chances of our own but they mm. were sort of congratulating West Ham where yeah. they were normally on top for large proceedings and one reason is due to the fact that we struggled to break them down and we've had that against Fulham as well I know we had two offside goals which is sort of unlucky but why why do you think we struggled to break teams down because we didn't I think it's the sort of problem we've only started to have now-ish because at the start of the season we weren't too bad at it because we used to play on the counter-attack and now we're playing under possession so it's quite a privilege because now we've got teams like West Ham coming and sitting in behind the ball because they won't want to play football against us mm. they just want to sit so we we now have to take up a new role in our play in the fact that we will be dominating on the ball 
and I know you have some smaller teams, but a team like West Ham, who are a equal inside, are now parking the bus because they don't want to play football because we play out of the back now and we play strong in possession. So they will now sit, which is kind of a, a compliment to our recent style of football, but it also means we've got to find a new way of breaking down teams. And you look at some of the best in the league, like, like Liverpool, I had the unfortunate position of watching that game yesterday. And Newcastle <laughs> just sat for the whole 90 minutes and some of the best players in Europe couldn't get past a, a Newcastle 5-4-1 defence. So, you know, it's not just us that's going to have difficulty scoring in those games when oppositions want to play that kind of style of football. The thing is, well, what, what was I going to say? I completely forgot. I can't tell you that. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, Michael. Oh, no. God. T- keep talking, keep talking. Give me a sec. The, a lot of Twitter was like, oh, we need Boo Foulback to be able to unlock that. Who sort said of that? Defense. You? No, no. <laughs> With the Boo Foul no. shirt in the background. Well, he needs no, the money. He needs the money. Well, well, one of the kind I, white I disagree because shirts. obviously he was here for four years and didn't too, do too much. But are we missing someone mm. to have that spark when someone's sitting that deep because we have that source of in Gineppo, but he's he, his performance fleet you know they're yeah, not about that, that too much we'll go to Mikey before we I got it that just reminds me because um, the way the way that you can break down that like those sort of teams is playing at a high tempo and switching the ball quicker mm. and you think the main source of someone who actually switches that ball when Dick takes the tempo is Yannick Vestergaard and we missed we him. We should play bingo. We bring up Vestergaard every single I, episode. I, I Have you noticed this? Him. He's brilliant. Um, <laughs> the thing is, Stevens did a decent job at playing that ball. Sorry? What was that, Tiz? I'll say just Vestergaard's in the who's scored team of the year. But Ollie said Stevens did a decent job, which I half yeah, I know, I know his, his passing wasn't as crisp as Vestergaard, but that that like diagonal ball that we do a lot of the time the commentator and he drove me up the bend I cannot remember his name but his comment- commentary proper wound me up yeah someone yeah. yeah his commentary was pretty poor I mean the highlight for me was like oh the only reason they'll bring Antonio off the bench is if they want a goal <laughs> why else would you want to bring a striker on why would you bring a striker <laughs> on to defend what are you trying to say mate but anyway enough of that like Stevens did play that ball and Clint Morrison did mention and there's a lot of times where is it Kufau the left back Cresswell oh, Cresswell's um, on the left Kufau was on the bench so yeah Cresswell yeah it must be Cresswell and he was saying that he had to keep checking back because that ball did keep going diagonally mm. and there were quite a few times where it did get to Walker Peters or we did challenge and we could win the second ball off them having to clear it so I know we mentioned it a couple of episodes ago because we do always mention Vestergaard for some reason. It's like we're con- <laughs> contractually obliged to mention Vestergaard. We're not. Get we're not paid. Trust me. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. We're, his agent probably loves us because the amount of time we mention <laughs> him. But um, we're not paid by him. And uh, I don't know. I thought Stephen was definitely better with his passing. Maybe that's just me. Anyway, Mark, I completely stole your point. I think, I think the way that Vestergaard can punch it into like the front two, like, because you usually get that dictator of play as a CDM or a central right. midfielder, but Vestergaard steps into that role as that central like CDM, especially when we're not getting under pressure. He steps forward and brings the ball forward. I don't think Stevens did that quite as well as Vestergaard did. He did a good job in that ball playing like area, but I think we miss him because of how he can dictate that ball and how he can play that ball out the back. I think Ings was off it. I think he came back too early. Uh, he, he wasn't yeah. quite there. Um, when when he scored in the first five minutes, that was way too oh. easy for him. I think the West Ham defence knew that Adams was offside because 
they just didn't do anything to try and stop him. Mm. It was a lovely bit of skill, though, wasn't it? Let's be honest. It was, it was brilliant. But... It was, we... it broke my heart. I've stopped celebrating it's... goals for Saints. That's really bad. But like when Ings was going through, he did a beautiful skill, put it in the back of the net. But I just didn't celebrate because I was like, that was probably offside in the build-up. And yeah, I'm, I'm not celebrating goals anymore. I was like, yeah. Yeah. It's only because I knew it was. like For the Shane Long for the Shane Long one the last game, I was pretty sure. And then for the Chads, not the Chads, or Theo Walcott one, I did celebrate because I genuinely thought we were onside and then Chad was offside so that was the one time where I sort of felt like I knew but it was actually closer than I thought originally I'm just a fantastic linesman we've been able to see but I think with um, Vestergaard something that we also miss is the aerial presence from set pieces in an attacking sense because when we whipped the ball in I've got to be honest I didn't feel like we were going to score it just we didn't have that sort of presence where you've got this six foot seven Dane coming up and he's, he's scaring the defence, you know. When is you the see Danish Jack part important for an aerial threat, Harry? It's just, yeah. I'm, just, yes, I'm, just set, yeah. I'm just setting the scene, to be honest. I'm just setting the scene with my, with my wording. But yeah. that's if he was a six foot seven well. Swede, would he be as dangerous or does even, he have to be even Danish? Even more scary. Even, even more scary. scary. You know, Scandinavian, I would say. Yeah, just Scandinavian. We just need a, like a Michael Svensson or Claus Lindemann. We just need someone like that. Just tell Jack Stevens he's... Uh, from Norway, and it'll be even more effective from the set. Get, get, like get him up as Vikings in training, and just get him <laughs> around. I think that's what we got to do. Yeah. Yes. So someone else that we did, <laughs> someone else that we did miss that game was Ralph. Obviously, he had a COVID yes. case in his mm. household. How much? How much of an effect do you think that had on our team? Not having the main man on the touchline. As we commented. Uh, like when he first came in and he first lost his assistant manager earlier last season, we were commenting on how it felt like Ralph was the only one out there. It doesn't mm-hmm. seem like he gets a lot. Well, he talks to his coaching staff, but he's the one who steps up and does all of that stuff. I uh, does the yeah. tactical advice and the shouting and all that. So I think it was n- new for the assistant manager. I don't think he was used he looked to well, it. He looked well small, didn't he? Bless him. Yeah, he did. Like, yeah. Yeah. Did you but hear him in the interviews? Like, Ralph is about 6'3". So yeah. <laughs> He doesn't have a right. He was quite, he was like, he was, he was up for corners. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, Harry. (laughs) He looked, yeah, he was like really timid in the post match conferences and stuff, but Mm. he was all right. I just think that, like, his first time doing it, Oz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. All right, I'll I'll come a bit slack. He definitely was missed. I think they had him on a Zoom Mm. call, like in the changing room. No, they didn't. A Zoom call. I wasn't there. Mate, all I, the pros use Discord. Come on. Ralph was in the changing rooms on a Zoom call. That's yeah, but it's I Clinton got. Morrison. He knew nothing. <laughs> he was so annoying as well. He was. Yeah. He was making jokes the whole time. Yeah. I like Clinton, but he seems to pop up everywhere. He mentioned every 30 seconds about someone he's played with. The whole time. He'd be good, he's I played think. for a lot of teams. He's played for a lot of teams. Yeah, I know. He's, that's he's the thing. He'd be like, oh. I've met him. He's a lovely guy. Crystal oh, right. That's where he comes from. Where'd you meet him? Derby. Nightclub or? No, in lecture. Lecture oh. theatre. Right, on the sesh. Is it nightclub lecture theatre? <laughs> it was not. It was not <laughs> a nightclub <laughs> lecture theatre. No. But um, yeah, we obviously missed Ralph, and I, I was quite impressed because I thought our assistant manager was bold, so he had some rapid hair growth. In the time that I, uh, in the what time are you talking I about? 
So can, I, Ollie, can you just try to mute someone on this? I don't know if I can person. take control of mute him. Should I give it a go? <laughs> what are you talking about, That's Harry? Why do you think he was... I don't know. I was probably thinking of last time that we had an assistant manager. I'm not I too sure. What? What are you talking about? What you've done there is, is mention something you thought and no one else has thought and thought people would relate to that. Where's that come from? podcast as well. I know. Yeah. Can we Win kick him? Let's do it. So McCarthy said that he, he um, we missed him, but something we didn't miss was Alex McCarthy. His save at the end was absolutely sublime. What, what are your thoughts on that, both that, but him overall this season? Because there was a bit of questions at the start, you know, will Force to take the reins because he stayed? Will McCarthy take over? And that's what, seven clean sheets now? So what are your thoughts on McCarthy overall and against West Ham? Well, against West Ham last season, he was shocking. But this, this season, he was great. Um, yeah. he, he's been fantastic this year. Uh, I mean, the amount of clean sheets, especially in a league where we've... Well, teams have struggled to keep clean sheets. Um, yeah. it, it's, it, is, it is good to have him there. Maybe your thoughts? I just love Alex McCarthy. Like I said, I was a big backer of Fraser Force at the start of the season, as you all knew and listeners are aware of. It's just, I, it's cool. just, I know, I'm, I'm not, I'm obviously happy that he's doing mm. well. It's just, I feel sorry for Fraser Force because I think he was promised a few starts in rotation. Mm. And obviously that hasn't come, but obviously I think it's expected with a player in such good form that Alex McCarthy's under. Mm. Yeah, I, th- I think consistency is the key, don't you, Ollie? Definitely, definitely. He's got. A, we've got. A, I don't know. Why anything on my? No, it's because I saw he was about to speak, so I quickly got in and then I let him. I wasn't really, but <laughs> oh. I, I wasn't really expecting anything at all. But I mean, what do you want? Me to, yeah, we've got a, a, a kind of core defence now, and we know who's gonna who's gonna play. So, oh, there you go. As Harry now shows us the photo. Can we put that on the? Uh, can we put that on the Twitter? No, because I've got a worse oh. from there than I do now. Can we, yeah, please, can we not do that? I mean, if you want the to promo the photo, Twitter, can we not put it as the promo photo? You can have it as the promo photo. <laughs> yes. I'll put it on the Instagram. We can have all Get of it that. If you on want. the Instagram, probably not the Instagram, but well, what's the Twitter. What's wrong with me and Clinton? <laughs> what's wrong with me and Clinton? Because um, there's... Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm joking. Uh, one person oh. that always raises debate is Musa Gineppo. You know, he started mm-hmm. against West Ham and maybe didn't do as well as a lot of people hoped. Once again, he had a bit of a, a tough time, I'd say, going missing in a game. Um, what are your thoughts on him so far? Uh, cart for me then. I don't know if that was just me. Cart for me as well. I don't know who he said. Yeah, um, I, all I had was, who do you think of so far? I don't know what player. But... Gineppo. Gineppo. I think he's talking about Gineppo. Yeah. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Marky, yeah, go on, Blips. There's there's certain games where he looks unstoppable, and those mm. certain games came right at the start of last season. And I think if you keep those in memory of Brighton and Sheffield United, well, to be fair, even in the Sheffield United game, he didn't really turn up, and then he just scored a banger. Like he doesn't seem to be a player that can perform consistently. He seems to be a player that has moments. And my only worry is that the last player we had like that was Sofian Bufal. And I don't <laughs> want Gineppo to become another Bufal because mm-hmm. you can tell he's, he's got the energy, he's got the work rate. He always tries 100% when he's out there on the pitch, but it's just not working for him. And every single time you see like an Armstrong or a Redmond injury, 
you're always like, okay, this is his chance. This is his moment to finally get into that first team. And he hasn't taken his chances. Do you think he would have done better last season? That's sort of difficult to say and you shouldn't really give him any sort of level of excuse. But do you think he would have done better last season where teams didn't always just try and low block against us because then he had less sort of people to run past? Whereas now it always seems that he's got three people on that right-hand side, our left, to try and get past. I, I don't know. Like, I mean, that's quite a harsh question, don't you think? The fact yeah. that... He, the thing is, you can only play what's in front of you. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. So, like we've played this possession style since the start of the season. We've tried to keep the ball and play out the back since the start. We've changed how we want to play. And Gineppo, he's he's had chances to attack back for you. Think of the run that he did against Arsenal, where he just kept going. He didn't cut the ball back. It's things like that where he manages to get past the player because that's not a trouble for him. But then the actual delivery or the decision he makes is not the right one. So it's a bit of a Vestergaard situation where Vestergaard was having that decision-making problem. Stevens was having that decision-making problem. So I've got no doubt that at some point while he's at Southampton, Gineppo will make those right decisions and turn it around because that's what Ralph has done with many players in our squad. It's just about giving him that time to do it. Um because we gave Stevens the time. It took Vestergaard two years, but he's now got the time and we're benefiting from it. So we just have to give Gineppo the time to adapt to learn and actually develop into a player that we can start. Yeah, I think that's pretty that's pretty. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. Yes. I think that's pretty accurate. <laughs> uh, yeah, yes. Anyone else right. want to comment about the West Ham game? You know, we kept a clean sheet. We didn't really score. It was a bit of a nothing game. To be honest, nothing Jack really took a, a hit that would have been flinched at in UFC. Can we talk about that? I mean, Jesus yeah, I mean, Christ. He's, he's got up quickly there, which I, I respect. Yeah. It's, it's not really, I'm surprised there's not been a concussion check. I, 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 was, yeah. I was quite, like, just from the background I'm from, I, I'm quite disappointed that he didn't go off of a concussion check because he's been smacked on the face. Try, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, he, he's he been kicked the face and he doesn't he hasn't even really been checked. And it's yeah. the same at the end, Romeu um Romeu and Suscheck, they both went up for a header, they clashed heads, West Ham got a free kick for it. And then um and then Romeu was getting checked for a concussion, but Suscheck didn't. He didn't get checked for a concussion. So I don't know where this concussion protocol's gone, but they need it <laughs> back. Because David Louise kept playing, didn't he? When when he broke, well, not purposely, but when Jimenez broke his skull, David Luiz had a cut open head and he was allowed to continue when he could have had a concussion. Sorry, apparently, they did, apparently, they did do, apparently they did do a concussion check and he was completely fine. That, I, I think that was... Um, <laughs> you could not believe them, but apparently that's what happened. So, you know, don't claim that they did it because I, I, I believe went, they went they for a different one, but, you know. Trey is an absolute fighter, though, isn't he? He's like a pit bull. Like, mm, yeah. Have you noticed how much more... I didn't think he would get more... I don't think he's, like, physically built up more, but I think he's just learned how to use his physicality in the Premier League now. Would you agree yeah. with that? Mm. Well, he's just a confidence player. I think he yeah. knows that he's now valued at Saints. He starts every game that he's fit. He's quite clearly our second best striker. 
I think there's quite a distance now between him and Shane, whereas there used to be quite quite a small gap. You could, it's a noticeable difference now when Shane's not playing, or sorry, th- those two aren't playing up front with each other, and it sort of changes. And I, I was a bit disappointed because he didn't have his best game against West Ham, but up until that game, he's had a very good season, so you can't expect the absolute world from him. And he got unlucky not to get an assist. Uh, and I'm also um, that the slight smack in the face did affect his game a little bit. <laughs> I think it would have affected possibly. mine. Yes. Apparently, yeah, he Jay Twiddy a cauliflower air in the morning, but yeah, yeah, yeah lovely. <laughs> very, yeah. very common in rugby, cauliflower air. Yeah, it's a good thing. Thank you, Mikey. Yeah, so, so that's that rounded, for the fun facts. That, that rounded <laughs> up for the year. I think calendar-wise, I think we finished in the top six. If you're just going off a point, fifth, not the, not the actual table, but in, in the top six, we might have been fifth, especially with some games getting cancelled. I think we finished in the top two or three for away points. We won 16 league games. So, overall, was this year... This is a bit of a ridiculous question, but it just provokes answers. Was this year a success? For the That's state? not good enough. Abs- absolutely. Top four. Yeah, we need, we need league titles. <laughs> Jay Adams probably league titles when you came in and we haven't won it yet. Yeah. So. That's ridiculous. Mm. Oh, Harry, surely you can't contracts. be happy with the season, can you? Um... I'm absolutely <laughs> furious. No, I'm, I'm delighted because of because of the way last year ended and it was a bit debatable. Being now one of the top six teams in a year, maybe if like in two or three months, it's, you can tell its form. If you can do it across 365 days, based on if it's a leap year or not, so it could be 360. And we're only one point off fourth yeah. place as well. Exactly, like, we we're level 56, on points. Chelsea, Chelsea. 57. <laughs> exactly um, we're level on points with Chelsea in this league table and we've, we've played the same amount of games if you said that at the start of the season I thought it would be a lot higher because they spent 200 million but um, <laughs> apparently they do worse when they spend high amounts of money but um, that was good what was your favourite game of this year we'll try and you know can you think off the top of your head was the Aston Villa 3-4 win was it the Man City 1-0 you know what, what game what game oh, sticks to your Mine is still definitely, and it came very early in the year, the 2-1 against Leicester. Mm, because yeah. that was just such a amazing feeling to go from the 9-0 three months earlier and then to turn it around and beat them at their own ground. That was just before COVID as well. So mm. our fans were there too. And just the absolute jubilation of that final whistle going when Danny Ings put it in the net and took a shot. Oh, it was brilliant. It was amazing. Yeah. Love listening yeah, to that, that Jamie. Do you do you concur? That's a tough one. Or is yours I, a different one? I it's more of a recent. I really like the Sheffield United three 0 win. Oh yeah, just that's I like nice. being Sheffield United. Uh, Especially last year, they were co- they're very cocky last year mm. the, where they're really well or did really well, and that's just funny seeing them now. Yeah, <laughs> Oliver, do you and then, agree? The year, sorry, as I said, another game was the, the Sheffield United at home is again last season. When Chase scored a brace, we showed him starting his performance, his good performance yeah. for Saints. Yeah, I think you guys have mentioned them, and I can't really think of any other. I'm trying to think of an outside one, but I think you guys have mentioned them for good reason because they have been brilliant for all Saints fans to watch. Harry, can you think of any that we haven't? No, mentioned? I think I think the four three against Aston Villa was was a. I, I loved that game just because of. The, the level of goals that we scored was top tier. Yeah, the, 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 every the quality goal was... of the goals that we were scoring—it wasn't scrappy, 
bullet header, two amazing free kicks, then Danny Ings <laughs> being being Danny Ings. But yeah, I'd probably say it feels weird. I don't know why, but the Leicester two one win doesn't feel like this. It feels ages ago. It does. It feels yeah. Like yeah. I think the massive break in football and it being last season sort of makes it feel bad. But um, we only lost twelve league games this season. What was uh, you can go for a league game or you can go for a cup game. What was the loss that? hurt you the most because for me i wasn't there and i'm i wish i was but you two were two of you were the three two loss against tottenham i watched the documentary of the tottenham game and i was still now i I think i watched it this week i was absolutely fuming i was just watching that game yeah yeah i was like oh yes that's us yeah i was was absolutely fuming how we how we lost that game that we dominated for large majorities but that that's the game that always sticks in my mind the one that the one that got away, uh, Jamie. Ollie, honest, I didn't realise this was that. I didn't realise it was this year. To be honest, Harry, it's all kind of gone into a blur, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Game. It was such a good game to be at. The, the atmosphere at the away end was unreal. For all, it was yeah. electric. It was. <laughs> it's it's a Thank you. <laughs> Honestly, it's one of the, the best yes, atmospheres I've been in. Mm. I, can't, I can't hear that without that. that. I, I, I can't, is it a kid? Say, is it a girl? I don't little, know. It's a, it's a kid. Um, I, can't, I don't know why, but it's, you know the inter- you, you you know if yeah you know, you know, know. if you know you know, you know. You know. come on. No. But um, yes, yeah, it's, uh, it's just upsetting that we lost it in the end. It's just the goal, all the goals we scored, especially um, was it Nathan Redmond and Danny Ings linking up yeah. with the second went two one up. I think it was. Oh, sad times. Yeah. But it was a good good mm-hmm. day out. Mm. I think I made Ollie a chili afterwards. I think it was. No, you did that before, and you gave me Doritos as well. Oh, I don't yes. know why I was. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think you were making it up to me because you didn't let me in your building. So, <laughs> you had to, oh, yeah, you had oh, yeah. To... I fell asleep. I didn't let Ollie in for an hour. It's like one in the afternoon, and I was. <laughs> I travelled from Bristol to London, <laughs> and I'm knocking on the door, and I can't get in, and I'm calling it, but I get no answer. And yeah, anyway, right, let's switch it up. Favorite podcast of this year? Well, there's too many to choose from. Yeah, there's so many you can listen back to. Some of our recent ones I've really enjoyed, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. I think it's like maybe two ago. We said it was quite a while ago now, but we missed a few, but I think okay. everyone's. What would be two ago? Our, our chemistry came back because it was. Our yeah. chemistry oh. came back. I'll, I'll have a little scrollage. I'll have a little scrollage. scrollage? I think the year review oh, one oh, I enjoyed. Oh, oh. Yes, I, year review was I so really good, but that's down to your review. your highlights, Tizard, that you packaged my, my together. High level of I, I'd say that's mine. If you, if I can say to listen to one podcast that we did this year, it's yeah. our end of the year one because Harry put all these clips together. We basically watched the YouTube video, which is on our YouTube if you want to watch the actual video of it. But then we we were on a Zoom call at the same at the same time and basically just watched it and reacted to us watching it for the first time. So. Yeah, I'd say that one. That one, that one's really nice. It's really natural. We're quite chilled, and uh, it's not it's not very topical. You can just watch it. So yeah, if you mm. if you want to go and listen to one, I I definitely recommend that one. Yeah. Um, this seems like a shameless plug, but I I am generally interested to see what you guys say. Back in May, so be you know it's pretty scrolling. Yeah. But if you want to see it, it's episode number sixty. Sorry, seventy six point five. What number podcast is this, boys? Point five. Because, when have well, we ever had point fives? Well, there's an episode seventy six year review, and then episode seventy seven. So it's, well, I'm, oh. it's not it's not seventy six point five, but it might as well be seventy six point five. Oh, right, so, so now to make things difficult, <laughs> don't you? Hear? Yeah, so, I know you yeah. really make things confusing. 
I do apologise. 76. Ooh, this right, is our 99th so... podcast, boys. We're 100, hey. 100. Wait, what have we got planned for 100? If we're talking technicalities, this is our 100th. If you, if you, not on the numbers. Oh, yeah. But technically, this is our 100th. Yeah, yeah, with the misnumbered Yay, one. Yeah, well done, lads. We made well done, it. Lads. Well done, lads. Well, <laughs> didn't start. Our accidental hundred one. The never released one. We could do that as the hundred special if you want to hear yeah, some just, terrible no, podcast. Hard drive's broken. All oh, right, thank God oh, that. I, I, I tried to get my hard drive fixed. Because because it, was it, it would also be. Oh yeah, Michael wasn't on it, was he? That's my, yeah. yeah. So actually, I would definitely recommend me getting my hard drive fixed. <laughs> his, we didn't bring in his contract then, is it? Well, I don't know what's going on no. with the contracts. Jamie, the contracts. What's going on with the contracts? Well, apparently, the contracts you all only want. So you're doing it right in this one. You can. You might get. You might. Get another review. Play, of the Mike may get a year extension. I think I'll have a word of the board, Mikey. Was, okay, uh, good, thank you very much. So all of us are, basically, if you don't know, me, Harry, and Ollie are the board, and yep. we just hire Mikey in. getting offer from the Saints marching, you never know that much. He's playing the free market. I can't believe it. Maven's <laughs> playing around. He's not signing the contract. Yeah, inside. <laughs> I feel, not I feel this. No, I mean, so the year was good. It's 2021. Well, the year was debatable. But in yeah. football sense, it was amazing. 2021. <laughs> is it going to be better both in life and in football? For the yes, Saints to both, Harry. And us. Oh, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Oli, Mikey, do you have such an optimistic view? Or are you... Nah. Is it going to be that? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Like yeah. you keep your head up, son. You know, well, it's not like you should be negative. Game. Come on, <laughs> Man, I don't want to get stabbed by a needle. I'm scared. I don't want it. Uh, Mikey, <laughs> the anti-vaxxer. Oh, okay, can Christ. we not? Oh, this is this no is politics. This is a no politics zone. The contract, the contract is up. The contract is gone now, mate. You've ruined it. Yeah, mate. He's an anti-vaxxer. He's almost bad as well. So we're now now officially hiring. Please email us at same. If you want to join the podcast, send in your CVs. We want to see what you've got. We've got but one anyway. that's been struck up. Go on, Jamie, what are we going to say? <laughs> I was just going to wrap it up there. Go yeah. on, then. It's been a good podcast. So, thank you all very much for your support throughout the year of 2020. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it so much. We're ashamed we couldn't quite reach our goal of 10,000 streams. That may have been our fault for... That might have been our fault, However, we all very greatly appreciate your support on Instagram, Twitter, and exactly. on the podcast. Make sure you leave some more reviews and get a shout out. And what are those experiments? I get it wrong. Harry, what are they? Oh, yeah. Was there you any go reviews, Saints Jamie? Prime on the Instagram. Make sure to keep up with all the latest oh, Saints gosh. FC news and Saints podcast related news. And if you want to go on the Twitter, we don't do too much over there, but that's Saints Prime yet. Pods. And like Jamie said, remember to leave oh, a review. Yes, it helps no. us. It helps you because you can listen to a better podcast if you leave a review. Oh, that's very true. And uh, so it's, it's a it's a mutual thing. So it's better for you if you do. Oh. So make it's sure you do that it. as well. It's anyway. It's that is thank a very big thank you from all of us at Saints Prime and Saints Prime Podcast. It's been me, Jamie oh. Allen. Me, Ollie. It's been me, Harry, <laughs> and me, Mikey. Thank you we all so much. That, Have yeah. a wonderful. Happy New Year. Have a good New Year. Wait. I mean, they've already had a good New Year by now, Ali. Technically, yeah, that is true. <laughs> okay, hopefully you've had a good New Year. Well, if they listen to this on the 31st of December 2020, have a good New Year. No, because I won't get it up. I'm not going to edit it and get it up by 
I'll just put it ready for tomorrow. There you mm. go. Well, the episode's ended. This will be the little chat we do at the end. I don't know if you've ever noticed, but I always put our, you know, our little chats we do. I always put them at the end of the episode. No way for that. Does anyone actually listen to the episodes? No, I don't. Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> are we Lucy still going? Not, are we still going?